Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Excellence Expected with me, Mark Asquith. Alright guys, today we're going to talk about Twitter. We are going to talk about the mighty social media behemoth that has become Twitter. And anyone that has been a fan of the show for a while, even since the, you know, the day that it launched, you'll know that we launched with an episode about Facebook. But Twitter actually is something that we've not spoken about. And it's part of this whole marketing mix. It's something that every business owner, every entrepreneur needs to be really, really utilizing and maximizing their impact on. But it's something that actually a lot of people don't really know how to make the best of. So today I'm joined by a Twitter expert, someone who really, really knows how to use the platform in all its glory, Mr. Mark Shaw. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And what we're here to talk about today, Mark, is the six B's of Twitter, which we will come to later. But before we do that, let's just talk the listeners through your own personal background. Who is Mark Shaw and what do you do, sir? Okay, so uh, my sort of biggest job in a way was selling products to the NHS. Did that for many years. And I learned a very valuable lesson in doing that, which was that if I called up uh, and wanted to sell them a new monitor or something, uh, typically I'd get an appointment in about six months' time. But if I called up and said, I'm here to do some training to help you or support you, I typically got a room full of people the next day and surprise, surprise, they sold more, my, they bought more of my products. So I got to learn through that experience that the more training, help, support, guidance and all that stuff that you do for people often ends up in more sales. I left that. I then became a mortgage broker. That was going along fine until 2008 when everybody was hanging outside the Northern Rock. Uh, and that's when I found Twitter. Uh, like most people, uh, I couldn't understand why anybody would want to know I was having a latte or an almond croissant. But unlike most people, I spent about a year figuring it all out, trying, testing, measuring, being suspended. You name it, it pretty much happened to me. And I suppose my big break at the end of that year was Chris Evans, who's on the radio. His people called me up and said, he's just got on Twitter, doesn't know how to use it. Can I come on the show to uh, explain to him how to do it? I did that. He very kindly uh, built me up and so on and promoted me to all his journalist friends and so on. And if you sort of move on six years now, now I get very well paid to speak all around the country and why every business should be on Twitter. I have some great clients that I advise how to be effective with Twitter and how to get more business from Twitter. Um, and I have a great lifestyle, you know, speaking, training. I have some great clients that I do, you know, in terms of teaching students and businesses and so on. Um, all around Twitter, I don't cover the other things, although I have a presence on them. Twitter's my forte. Um, and perhaps one of the interesting things that I chose to do very early on was, yes, it's fun. Yes, it's social. And we'll cover more of that later on. But there's also a very serious business angle to this. Otherwise, why are we all on there? Otherwise, why is everybody trying so hard to get going with it? And that's what I really want to talk to your listeners about today. And that's what I've been talking about for the last six years, which is why people keep asking me to come along, because it's not just about following Lady Gaga. Yes, you can do that if you want. But if you want some new business leads, some new clients some new customers, Twitter to me is one of the greatest lead generation tools ever invented. 
So that's actually a really diverse background then. What I like about that journey, Mark, is the fact that everything that you do is really about adding the value and adding the value leads to the sales. And that's something I want to touch on. In terms of Twitter, the added value that everyone can bring, why for business is Twitter such a game changer? Because we're all, we are all on there, but you know, when you marry that added value side of things up that you bring so well, why is it such a game changer for businesses? Okay, I think, I think there's one sentence which really typifies why it's such a game changer, which is that Twitter allows you to talk with your customers, not at your customers. And I think this is, although it's one word that's different, it's a massive difference. You can do so much with Twitter, but the magic only starts to happen when it's a two-way street. And that's where the majority of people get it wrong. They get no benefits. They don't get any attraction of any description because they're simply broadcasting. So Twitter is incredibly useful because you can listen to what people are saying. It's a two-way street where you can ask people feedback, ask people new ideas for products and services. You can find out what's important to your customers. There's so much you can do, but it all starts with the understanding that the greatest value is the two-way street idea. Too many people turn up, broadcaster having a cup of tea, and with a greater respect, no one's interested. When people start to become interested, it's when you engage with them, when you listen to them, when you ask them questions, and Twitter is the greatest for that. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, for any business owner sat there, any entrepreneur sat there thinking, well, look, I don't quite get why Twitter can work for me. That sentence there sums it all up. It gives you a chance to talk with your customers. Think about marketing, guys. Think about what we all do in marketing. We want to talk with our customers. If we could get all of our customers in one room and ask them, if I could create one product, which would it be for you? What would you buy? That's exactly what Twitter theoretically allows us to do, which is absolutely huge. And just to build on that, Mark, just to turn that on its head a little bit. Yes. Realistically, are there any businesses that wouldn't benefit from Twitter? Okay, so that's a very common question people say to me. They say, you know, I'm a B2B business or a B2C business. The frank answer makes no difference because Twitter is P2P, person to person. So it doesn't matter what business you've got, one man band, mighty corporate, makes no odds. Because at the end of the day, people invariably don't do business with businesses. They do business with the people at those businesses. And that's what's so crucial about Twitter. Twitter allows you to humanize your brand. Twitter allows you to tell us more about you, what you're doing, your journey, your story, why I might want to buy from you, how you're different from everybody else, and also personal stuff. You see, a lot of people only you know, have this mindset, which is, you know, I have my business over here, I have my personal over there. In the 21st century, a lot of that is combined now. Now, I'm not suggesting you give away your PIN numbers and your intimate secrets. But what I am suggesting is that by revealing or discussing your hobbies, your interests, you start to find people who have similar things. And people like to associate and talk to uh, and meet and have feedback and discuss things with people with similar interests. Because at the end of the day, the greatest thing and the greatest idea that you should be trying to encourage people with Twitter is not to sell anything but it's to create advocates. That's where most people get it wrong. They turn up on Twitter, they broadcast they've got something to sell. No one likes to buy anything when they're hard sold anything, so they have very poor results. What's much more powerful is to create advocates. Create people who get to know, like, and trust you, think you're cool, 
And over time, then when they're on the street and someone says, I need someone for X, Y, Z, they recommend you, they refer you, they advocate you. That's what you're after. And Twitter allows you to achieve that by being personal, by being interesting, and by having a story and sharing it and by being interested in other people. And that's so vital, isn't it? You know, if you think about the traditional marketing, the marketing, excuse me, the old AIDA principle, attention, interest, desire, action, that's changing so much. And Twitter, that, that new process, social media, social purchasing, the advocacy around that, that process is very rapidly becoming sort of no trust by an advocate. That's well, the, that's the well, real process, isn't well, it? I have a saying, Mark, which is, well, I have a lot of sayings, okay, which, but one of them is that, you know, everybody wants to go from stranger to sale in one tweet. Never going to happen, okay? You've got to do the legwork. You've got to, as I call it, earn the right to sell something. And you earn that right by giving the support, by adding value. A lot of people are just creating more noise. We don't need more noise. We need more value. Add more value because here's the thing, okay? And this is what one of the guys at Google said. There's as much content goes on the Internet every day now that has gone on from the dawn of time until today. So everybody wants you to like them, follow them, retweet them, watch my video, tumble this, check that out, read this. People have got no time for any of this stuff. So the difference and how you get someone to look at your stuff is you build in context. What do I mean? I mean, you start a relationship. You take an interest. That's when someone then looks out for you, and that's when someone will read your stuff and be interested in what you have to say. Too many people don't want to do any of that stuff. They just want to blast away automated messages, and frankly, you're wasting your time. Absolutely. It's definitely the personal touch that counts. And speaking of the personal touch, and you mentioned it earlier on about yourself being on various different platforms, because of the time pressures that a lot of business owners, marketing managers, entrepreneurs, and so on are under, and, of course, all of the different social networks that demand our attention and, of course, our customers' and prospects' attention as well. Where does Twitter really fit into that social media mix when you compare it to things like Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, okay. and so on? Okay, and, and this is a great question. One of, the, one of the things I always say to people is you can't be everywhere. You're not Coca-Cola. You don't have a billion-dollar budget, okay, and 5,000 members of staff, okay? It's much better to own one space than to dilute your efforts and try and be everywhere, okay? But Twitter, to me, has one distinct advantage over all of the others, and that is that it has the four R's. It has the ability to search for real time, in real time, for real people, talking about real stuff right now. The others tend to not be like that. I have a Facebook page. It's much slower. You make a comment, but it allows you to do it in 140 characters, you know, in excess of that. But you get people coming back to you hours later. Twitter typically is much more now. I need it now. I want it now. Reply now. And it happens much quicker. But therein lies the opportunity because people typically are saying things that you can find and reply to very quickly. Now, that's not to say that you need to look at your business because some businesses lend themselves to be very graphical. What do I mean? If you're selling shoes, handbags, things that look pretty, well, Pinterest might be a better place for you. Instagram might be a better place for you. Why? Because we're very visual now. If you've noticed, Twitter is getting much more into the sharing images. Why? Because people have got no time. So images, Facebook is going that way or has gone that way as well. Everything now is based and people really share a lot more images than they used to. 
So think about your product. You know, some products just aren't very graphical. They have no image. So Pinterest wouldn't work. Instagram wouldn't work. So maybe Twitter, Facebook would work much better for you. But at the end of the day, wherever you decide to go, it's going to take effort. It's going to take energy. It's going to take some time. And if you have none of the above, wherever you go, you're going to be wasting your time because nothing will happen. It's definitely about investing in that platform, isn't it, and giving it the real time it deserves. So Absolutely. And what's quite interesting is people say to me, oh, you know, Twitter's rubbish. I'm on LinkedIn and it's amazing. And I say, okay, what are you doing on there? And they say, well, I spend about three hours a day and I'm in groups and I'm doing this and that. And I say, exactly. It's because you're investing a lot of time in there. And it's no surprise that the platforms you invest more time in and energy, you typically get a better result. So wherever you are, you know, as I say to people, you get no medal for showing up on Twitter, no medal for just having an account, doesn't get you anything. It's the doing and the consistent doing that will start to reap rewards wherever you are. Absolutely. I would entirely agree with that then. And just a short question before we get to the excellence expected actionable takeaways, because that uh, that section this week is greatly extended. So one question for the business owners out there that are sort of got a bit of a wet appetite now. Is it possible, is it really possible to generate real business directly from Twitter? Absolutely. And that, and that's why I've been doing this for over six years now. And that's what I teach people. And, and, and the, the frank answer is, it's not about just getting on Twitter. It's about knowing where to look. And it's about a mindset. I always say to people, Twitter's not about the tools. It's about having the right mindset and understanding things. Okay, let me give you an example. If you want to go to Holiday in Bali, you type into Google, want to go to Holiday in Bali, and you'll get all the travel agents, cruises, hotels, and all the flights and everything to have a great holiday in Bali. Now imagine you are a hotel in Bali. How do you find people who want to come to Bali? You come with Google. Google doesn't find you people. It finds you suppliers. Twitter finds you people because you will be able to search. And this is the goldmine of Twitter, its own search engine. You'll be able to search for people who've said in a tweet, I'm thinking of going to Bali on holiday. Where should I stay? I need a holiday in somewhere abroad. Where can I go? These are your greatest leads ever. Why? Because they're real time. You know when they are. You know where, you know, who sent them. And you can reply to these people. You don't have to follow anybody. You can reply to these people and it's current. They often tell you a budget. They tell you what they want, when they want it, how they want it. And it's incredible. Now, these leads are free and they never stop coming. So one of the things you really need to learn is, yes, following followers and all that stuff is great. And we'll touch on some of that later on. But what's even more important is hanging out in the search engine. So I would encourage all of your listeners when you finish today, even if you're not on Twitter, doesn't matter. Go to search dot twitter dot com which is twitter's own search engine and you put in a phrase or put in a word now you need to think like a customer and a customer would say things like i want a i need a dot 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 i have to buy a dot 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 and you just add your product at the end or you know where can i book a christmas lunch where can i get christmas presents suggest a christmas present this is a sort of language that you search on and you'll be amazed at what you find now, with you know the way Twitter's moved on, you can make it geographically sensible and all sorts of things to really hone in on the right people and so on. But as a starting point, I'd encourage all of your listeners just to check out the goldmine because that's where the business and the action is. Fantastic. Great tip there, Mark. Thank you so much. So head on over to search.twitter.com and dive in. 
It's uh, it's short to turf up some some really interesting results because people are people and they have different needs, different interests. So go check that out, guys. Now, this week is a little different. Now, of course, you guys know about the Excellence Expected Actionable Tips section, which typically features three actionable tips on any given subject. This week, we're actually extending that to cover the six Bs of Twitter and how to use them to generate real business. So, Mark, I know you've put some time into preparing these six Bs of Twitter, so let's just run the listeners through those, please, sir. Okay, so the six Bs are as follows. Be committed, be consistent, be interesting, be interested, be authentic, and be social. Excellent stuff. And let's just, I guess let's just dig into those just in a little bit more depth through then. So, be committed, how does that generally work how can people really get involved in twitter and really commit themselves to something without it becoming a burden on their time okay so be committed on twitter really is four things one you need to put a photo okay i can't stress this enough if you have the egg as your photo on twitter no one will follow you or take you seriously so number one upload number two write a bio it's only 160 characters it's not war and peace okay Briefly tell us what it is you do and as much personal information as you'd love to share, your hobbies and your interests. Number three, add your website or blog URL because you want people to know where they can move on to the next stage. And number four, just as important, is you need to start tweeting. So many pages you turn up and the only tweet they've got is, hi, I've just joined Twitter. No one will follow you. This is one of those chicken and egg things, okay? If you haven't got anything there, no one will follow you. But a lot of people think, oh, because I haven't got any followers, I won't tweet anything. doesn't work like that. So they're the four things to show that your shop is effectively open for business. That's fantastic. Really, really interesting. So you do need to be committed. And the next one, number two, was be consistent. How can that be integrated into a business okay. marketing plan? So a lot of people turn up on Twitter and they go, okay, I'll do 87 tweets in one day and come back in three months. doesn't work. Twitter's not about how loud you shout. Twitter's not, not going to happen like that. So, for example, I get people who say to me, I'm running a competition in three weeks' time. What can I do on Twitter? I've never been here before. And I say nothing. doesn't work like that. It's a bit like if you go and move house, you go into the local village pub. If you stand on the bench, start shouting at everyone, people think you're an idiot. If you go in every day and you start drinking with the locals, then in two or three weeks' time, people start talking to you and so on. Same with Twitter. You do a little bit every day consistently what is a little bit i think you need to allow yourself 20 to 30 minutes during the course of the day okay two to three to five tweets a day okay if even that sounds oh my god i'm sweating i'm nervous i don't know what to say how to say can't think of anything i'd want to do then you know what and this is no slight on you but maybe twitter's not right for you i've had quite a number of clients in fact some of the worst clients in a way are authors because every one of the tweets they want to send, they want to be a Pulitzer Prize winner. And that's not what Twitter's about. OK, so if the thought of tweeting, you know, brings you out in a sweat, then maybe it's not for you. But if you like to share things, you like to have a bit of social chit chat, interesting things as you go about your day, then that's what being consistent means. Fantastic. And look at that, guys. It's 20 to 30 minutes per day. Let's be honest, that's nothing. We can shave that off Reddit. We can shave it off other platforms that we go on. We can shave that from somewhere, absolutely. Or even just do a little bit more. So I don't think that's too hard at all. And the third one I found really, really curious because this will mean different things 
to different people, which is be interesting. Yes. Now, most people very sadly are very boring on Twitter. They broadcast, you know, I've got up, having a cup of tea, going out, coming in. You're not Tom Cruise or Oprah Winfrey. No one cares. Okay. So how do you become interesting? You tweet interesting things, but you add at the end a question. Example, this is what I'm having for lunch. What are you having? This is what I'm doing. What are you doing? This is my view on this topic. What's your view? What you're doing or trying to do is encourage conversation. You're encouraging people to reply back. Remember, we're after advocates. And the way you create an advocate is by creating a conversation. People reply back. You reply back. It could be the start of something meaningful. It could also go nowhere, like any conversation or a cocktail party. People could turn up. You could start a hello. How are you? They don't like the sound of you and they walk off. But by and large, you stand a much better chance of getting business, getting referrals, growing a community, growing business leads and connections by being interesting. So tweet about interesting stuff that happens during your day, social chit chat, share photos, share behind the scenes photos of what goes on at your work. Okay, there's so much you can do that's not just work. It should be, you know, a sort of good ratio is 80% about other people, 20% about you. So what what have you seen on the news? What can you share? What can you, you know, it could be your own articles, other people's articles. But just be interesting. So many people are just very boring because they tweet stuff that people really don't care about. And you'll be amazed at what people find interesting, you know, in, in terms of, you know, most people perhaps have got kids. You know, what's the normal amount you should give your kids for pocket money? That could get you a load of people coming back to you. You know, should I app it because they've washed the car? Just think a bit out of the box. Think personal stuff that could be interesting. But the big word I want your listeners to go away with from all of this is balance. You need to have a balanced approach. Whatever you're doing, tweeting, being interesting, so on, you need to have a balanced approach. If it's all work, boring. If it's all social chit chat, boring. So just have a balanced approach, but just be more interesting, funny photos and things. Maybe maybe a podcast, maybe some video. We've all gotten technology now that we're all journalists. We all have that available to us. So utilize it through Twitter. Absolutely. So be interesting, guys. Don't think that you have to tweet about work. You have to tweet about personal problems or personal issues or, you know, really go for that balance. That's something that I really strive to do. And it's 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 something that needs some thought. But once you're in the flow of it, it's not that hard, guys. You can do that with ease because you all converse in real life. You can do it online. I'm pretty sure of that. And to turn that on its head, then, I assume the be interested is just engage with other people. Absolutely. You know, you get followers, you know, ask, you know, look at what they're tweeting about. And if something that you can comment on or help them with or advise them on or refer them to, do that. The other thing you might want to think about doing is your own customers. You know, ask them, are they on Twitter? And if they say, yeah, find out what their Twitter username. Now, this is really important. Why might you want to do that? It's not necessarily to follow them. okay, And it's certainly not to stalk them. But what it is, is to see what's important to them, because they might be tweeting, got a promotion, got the sack, had a death, getting married, going on holiday, who my favorite football clubs are, hobbies, interests and so on. And it's something that then you can utilize in your marketing. Okay, so, for example, at Christmas, okay, I don't particularly drink. I don't smoke. I don't like cheese. So if you sent me a hamper of all the above, I wouldn't use any of it. But if you sent me two almond croissants, I'll be your best friend forever. 
And more importantly, I'll take a photo of it. I'll share it on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I'll become your greatest advocate and it costs you £1.50. So you get tremendous ability, tremendous insight into your customers. If you ask them, are they on Twitter? Do they use it? Are they on Facebook? Find out more about them. Listen to what they're doing. And then when the time's right, you then have an opportunity to show an interest in them and so on. Now, I'm not suggesting that eight o'clock every morning you tweet someone because that's stalking. But what I am suggesting is see what your, you know, your followers, your customers, your clients, people who book with you already have been saying and are saying. And when the time's right, you know, add some value, help them out and so on. That creates what I call the wow moment. OK, and not enough businesses, hardly any businesses ever create this wow moment. And what, how, how do you create a wow moment? Often it's very simple. Just by saying, hi, hello, how are you? It's amazing how many people get a, you know, a, just a tweet from a brand and suddenly the brands become the greatest thing ever. And all they did was say hello. They haven't done anything. But to a person, it creates a huge impact when instead of you always calling them to sell them something, you're calling them or tweeting them just to say, hi, saw you lost your job, hope everything's okay. Just something that's not selling. Stop selling all the time and just start being a normal person and people will advocate and become your greatest referrers if you do that. Absolutely. I love that. And it is about that added value. And you mentioned there, just to, to close on that, uh, the be interested. You mentioned there, just be a person, which segues nicely into, of course, be personal, the fifth of the six Bs, be personal. Let's talk about that for a moment in a world of automation and a world of brands. How does that fit? Well, again, you see a lot of people, you know, they have the logo as their photo. Uh, they want to do it in the third person. They don't. I, I call it they want to have a presence without being present. OK, it's never going to happen. People like to engage with people. People like to know you're authentic. Too many people, you know, try and tweet as though it's what their customers think they want to hear. No, 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 no. You can't sustain that. Just be yourself. Be your authentic self. Be personal. Be interesting. And the people that like that will gravitate towards you. And the people that don't like that will move on. And that's cool. Because what you want are people who like what you're doing, like what you're saying, like your sort of views, like your ideas, like the fact you're helping and interesting and referring and this cool person. The other people who just turn up and don't like any of that, that's fine that they move on. Don't people spend too much time worrying over how many followers you got, who's leaving them and so on. Worry more about who is following you and work on building the relationships you have with them. And you do that by being personal and authentic. Absolutely. And that just leads perfectly into the final of the six B's. So number six, which is, of course, be authentic. How can people ensure that they are being authentic? Well, as I said, so many people, they they don't want to be themselves or they want to be the brand or the business or, the you know, typical restaurants, for example. OK, restaurants show up on Twitter. The photo is a table or an omelette or the reserve sign on a table or a knife and fork. OK, why don't they have the chef? at a table eating the omelette. That's what makes it personal and makes it interesting. Equally signing off at the end of your tweets with your name makes it personal, okay? People are fed up with nameless, you know, we say our name on our phone when we answer it. Why don't we say our name or want to do that on Twitter? I, I don't understand the logic. Suddenly you, you're happy to give your business card with your name on it, answer your phone with your name on it, but as soon as it's Twitter, I've got to be invisible. In fact, I had someone who said to me the other week, they joined Twitter and they wanted to be anonymous. 
Okay, it doesn't work. Well, it will it well. You can do that, but you won't get any benefit. People like to know who they're dealing with. As I said right at the beginning, it's about P to P, person to person. At the end of the day, you typically pick one business over another because you like that person more than you like that other person, and you can't build that relationship if you're hiding behind a logo. Now. I get that some people have a very expensive logo, and some people out there are going, "Oh yeah, but I've got a business and all this sort of stuff." And, you know, be, find a creative way to share the logo and you to be in it. Find an interesting way, you know, or wear a T-shirt with the logo on it. It's the name of the business by wearing T-shirts or having a placard. Just do something that's a bit different. Most people, what you're after is to become memorable, and most people are very forgettable because they say everything that everyone else says. So start to think about that. And at the end of the day, and probably the most important thing I can't stress enough is be social. Have fun with this. This should be a fun. It should be. A, it shouldn't be a chore. It is about social media. That's why it's called social. It's not called auto media or broadcast media or sales media. It's called social media. And through all of that stuff that we've talked about, the engaging, the replying, the listening, the helping, the advising, the finding people you can talk to, in time, you'll gradually build a team of people unpaid who will gladly refer you all day long and you'll get time i get all my business through twitter all my leads all my opportunities all my talks everything comes through twitter because people have got to know me over time i've been very visible over time doing the same thing repeating the same message and helping a lot of people that's what you'll get so i suppose in conclusion really if you have a boss or you're thinking, I'll do this for three days and if nothing's happened, I'm giving up, then I wouldn't encourage you to start. Nothing happens on social media in three days. This is a long term plan to run in association with your other marketing plans. So if you're doing networking, billboards, radio, TV, newsletters, keep doing that. OK, but social is an add on. So add on Instagram and your Twitter and your Facebook and whatever else you want to do, not a substitute. Because at the end of the day, Twitter and Facebook and stuff is a starting point. You're getting to know people, build a relationship, and then at the right moment, oh, do you want to meet for coffee? Because you found someone local to you. And they go, yeah, and you meet up for local coffee. That could be the start of a great relationship. That's absolutely fantastic. What a high quality summation there, guys. That's fantastic. And just to recap those, the six B's of Twitter, as so eloquently explained by Mark, be committed, be consistent, be interesting, be interested, be personal, and be authentic. Mark, what a fantastic, fantastic episode. Really powerful insights there. And if anyone, anyone wants to help out and find out where they can get a hand from Mark online, Mark, just share where the guys can get hold of you. Two main places, well, three main places. I have a website, which is markshaw.biz, B-I-Z. I'm on Twitter, obviously, at markshaw, M-A-R-K-S-H-A-W. And for longer help, because you can't always answer everyone on, on Twitter and so on, I have a Facebook page, which is I am Mark Shaw. Fantastic. Mark, it's been my pleasure to chat to you. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Always, uh, always a pleasure. And guys, as ever, for all of the show notes and for everything associated with Mark's episode, don't forget to head on over to excellence-expected.com, where whilst you're over there, you can, as ever, receive your free copy of the essential 14-day guide to cutting your working hours and increasing your impact. Until next time, guys, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. <laughs>